<laughs> oh, welcome back to God's Brand. This is a book club reading, but uh, he, we got some fun. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So, we are reading <laughs> this is Puzzle Making Poe, and we are reading The Life and Narrative of Frederick Douglass. We are halfway through one of the speeches he gave about the slavery party and i stopped it the other day because it was just too beautiful to keep going i figured you guys should go back and digest that a little bit because it was just beautiful as you heard the four i mean the five claims they make about the fraudulent system and i'll just read the fifth one right here so you get an idea of how powerful the last one was so you can go back and listen to it because it was that good the extension of slavery over Mexico and the entire South American states. Sir, these objects are forcibly present to us in the stern logic and past passing events, in the facts of which that have been passing around us during the last three years. That is some powerful shit. But either way, we are going to move forward and finish off this today. And, um, you know what, we may, we may read some more. We may read some more. Okay? We may not. We'll probably just finish it. Or we may come back. Because I ain't got nothing but to be here in bed with y'all today. Let me now call into attention the social influences which are operating and cooperating with the slavery party of the country designed to contribute to one or all of the grand objects aimed at by the party we are here the black man attacked in the vital interest pre-justice and hate are excited against him enmity is stirred up between him and other laborers the irish people warm-hearted generous and sympathizing with the oppressed everywhere when they stand upon their own green island, are instantly taught on arriving in the Christian country to hate and despise the colored people. They are taught to believe that we eat the bread which of right belongs to them. The cruel lie is told the Irish that our adversity is essentially to their prosperity. Sir, the Irish-American will find out his mistake one day. He will find that in assuming our advocation, he also has assumed our degradation. But for the presence, we are sufferers. The old employees by which we have for year foretold gained our livelihood are gradually and may be inevitably passed into other hands. Every hour seems us elbowed out of some employment to make room perhaps for some newly arrived immigrants whose hunger and color are thought to give them a title to especially favor. White men are becoming becoming house servants, cooks, and stewards common laborers and flunkies to our gendering and 
for aught I see, they adjust themselves to be their station with all the whites. The whites can fall to us. Now, sir, look once more while the anonymity of emigration is being excited against us. While, like wild game and oppressed with general feelings of insecurity, the American colonization society, that old offender against the best interest and slander of the color people, awaken to new life and vigorous presses its scheme upon the condensation of the people and the government. New papers are started some for the north and some for the south, and each in its tone adopting itself to its latitude, government, state, and national. It's called upon for a properization to enable the society to send us out of the country by steam. They want steamers to carry settlers of Negroes to Africa. Intently, the society looks upon our extremities as its opportunity, and we may expect that it will use our occasions well they do not deplore but glory in our misfortunes. But, sir, I must miss Miss Hassan. I have thus briefly given my view of one aspect of the present condition and the future prospects of the colored people of the United States. And what I have said is far from encouraging to my affiliated people. I have seen the cloud gather upon the stable browns of some who hear me. I confess the case looks black enough. Sir, I am not a hopeful man. I think I ought even to undercalculate the benefits of the future. Yet, sir, in this seemingly despair case, I do not despair for my people. There is a bright side to almost every picture of this kind, and ours is no exception to this general rule. If the influencers against us are strong, those for us who are also strong to the inquiry will see enemies prevail in the execution of the design. In my God and in my soul, I believe they will not. Let us look at the first object sought for the slavery party of the country, viz. the suppression of anti-slavery discussion. They desire to suppress discussion on this subject with a view to the peace of the slaveholder and the security of slavery. Now, sir, neither the principal nor the subordinate objects here declare can be at all gained by the slave power, and for this reason it involves the prospicion to padlock the lips of the whites in order to secure the fetters on the limbs of the blacks. The right of speech, perpetuous and priceless, cannot, will not, and be surrendered to slavery. Its suppression is asked for, as I have said, to give peace and security to slaveholders. Sir, I think that cannot be done. God has interposed, wait, let me reread that. Sir, that thing cannot be done. God has interposed an insuperable obstacle to any such result. There cannot be no peace, said my God, to that 
to the wicked. Suppose it were possible to put out this discussion. What would it unveil the guilty slaveholder pillowed as he is upon heavenly bosoms or ruled souls? He could not have a peaceful spirit if every anti-slavery tongue in the nation were silent Every anti-slavery organization dissolved, every anti-slavery press demolished, every anti-slavery particular paper, books, pamphlet, or whatnot were searched out, gathered, deliberately burned to ashes, and their ashes giving to the four winds of every heaven stilled, stilled the slaveholders could have. No peace. In every pulsation of his heart, in every throb of his life, in every glance of his eyes, in the breeze that soothes and thunders, that startles, would be wakened up by an accuser who caused it, thought art, verbally guilty concerning thy brother. Wow. That was powerful. Would you say so? I'd say so. I'd say that was very powerful. So the next chapter we got is only a 10-page chapter. So it'll probably take us about 30 minutes or so to get through it. Um, I'm just going to cut this episode here. uh, Because I feel like this is a good breaking point. Since we reached the end of the chapter about the slavery party so with that being said i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast without further to do this was puzzle making poe go ahead and share this with your friends because we're trying to reach a larger audience um and this is only for grown men um the episode i posted before is for everyone and you know what i may create a whole segment tonight just for women so any of y'all hating fools out here get the fuck out of my way because i don't need y'all